Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? We're finishing up our Christmas special month with uh, Friday After Next, your pick. I know, man. I, I, I was trying to think of a Christmas movie that I wanted to do, and I just realized I hadn't watched this in a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's such a fucking classic, like, as far as, like... I don't know. I say hood Christmas movies. Like, I can't think of many. I was uh, thinking that, too, when I was watching this. But, I was like, I think this is the only hood Christmas movie. But it makes it hilarious. Like, it, it, it's just a good movie that puts you in a good vo- uh, mood. You know, like, I, I get a good laugh out of it every time. So, I just wanted to talk about my history with the whole Friday franchise. Oh, the Friday franchise is legendary. Right. Um. So, when I was younger, a buddy of mine brought over next Friday. I think he bought it on VHS. He's like, I got next Friday. We should check it out. I didn't even know what Friday was. I had all of them on VHS. Oh yeah. Yep. Nice. So, uh, so he brings it over and you know how, like you're a kid, you don't want to be made fun of. So you act like, you know what they're talking about. Like I acted like I knew what Friday was, puts on next Friday and I fell in love with it. Like mm-hmm. I love next Friday. Next Friday is good. And I think he left it at my house. Cause I remember watching it a lot when I was younger I don't know. Um, And then I was like, well, I've seen next Friday. I might as well go back and check out the original Friday. And I watched that one and I was like, fuck, this is like even better. It's more classic, but I still prefer next Friday. I think it's like the nostalgia thing because that was the first one I watched. Right. So I do have a fondness for next Friday. I think that's how it is because I saw Mallrats before I saw Clerks. Yeah. So like Mallrats obviously is always going to be my favorite Kevin Smith movie. I feel like Mallrats is more geared towards you than Clerks. Like yeah. Clerks is trying to be like pseudo witty and clever and shit like that. But Mallrats is kind of just a dumb, funny movie. Well, when I started watching Jay and Bob movies, like, uh, I wasn't really old enough to get all of the, the, the jokes and shit. Right. You know what I mean? Especially Clerks. Mm-hmm. Like I just wasn't like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like in Clerks, it's like it's like he was trying to be like, look how witty I am. But then like he started to get in his groove and he's like, I'm just a dick and farts guy, you know, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think he's fucking hilarious. I love his dialogue writing, but I love Clerks, not just because it's funny, but because of the fact that like the story behind it is still amazing to me, man. Yeah. Kevin Smith feels like a guy that's like one of us. You know what I mean? Somebody that, like, probably, if you write, looking at it on paper, like, you probably should have never been famous. Yeah. But the guy's an amazing writer, and still, to this day, is the king of fucking dialogue. Like, I was going to say, he's an amazing dialogue writer. His movies, like, plot-wise, are you just, You can either like, love him or hate him, you right. know? But, like, if you, if that's what you enjoy about movies, like, he can make the most everyday things just so fucking funny, like... I don't want to get too off-topic, but did you watch The Clerks 3? Not yet. Oh, okay. I'm going to tonight. All right. Um, but Friday, so Ice Cube and what's his name wrote it? The original Friday. I forgot his name. Oh, uh, DJ Pooh. Right. And nobody would finance Friday. So Ice Cube was going to put up the $2 million and pay for it for itself. But I think it was Paramount was like, don't waste your money. We'll take the hit if it's not a success. But it turned out to be a huge fucking success. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he only paid the actors $5,000 for the original Friday. Oh, uh, that's what John Witherspoon, when he would do interviews, you know, before he passed RIP. Yeah. Um, he would always say, he's like, you can't make Friday today. He goes, what Ice Cube did for black comedians could never be like, you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. like, he gave so many people their start. 
in on the big screen. Right. Terry Crews, Cal Williams, Mike Epps. He's like, even me. He's like, I've been in shit forever. He's like, nobody realized that I was on Wayne's Brothers and all that shit. He's like, everybody just saw Friday instead of Pops. Right. You know? And he's like, and I'm still, I'm still eating it. Mm-hmm. I'm still eating off of that, you know, because he did Boondocks. And right. Everybody loves Craig's dad. You know, <laughs> like he's just a beloved character. So uh, that's where Chris Tucker got his start. And then, well, I mean, he had done Def Comedy Jam and stuff, but he had never done a movie. Right. This is where he got his movie start. And um, so he found Jesus and he didn't want to do it. The next one because of the pot. That's what it like boils down to and money, obviously. Right. Um, I always thought that was such a cop out. Like, I get it. You know, you're Mr. Rush Hour and all that. And you, you know, he became a blockbuster uh, actor overnight. But John Witherspoon made a good point. He's like, if I had that much money, I wouldn't go back to Friday either. I mean, you could do a passion project, dude. Yeah, I guess. Like, you're going to tell me that, like, well, he Ice said Cube it, didn't deserve that, at least the look. You know what I mean? Like, well, I gave you your start. I gave you your a chance to be the who you are. Right, you know? but you still have to take into the account that he's religious and he doesn't approve of, like... The, I think you could have even worked that into a storyline, though. You think so? Like, when he went to rehab, he, like, found God, and, like, now he's like... A, like, how much funnier would it be when you finally get the Smokey reunion between Greg and Smokey? And he's just like a Bible thumper, dude, and a straight edge tucking his shirt in and shit. He doesn't do any <laughs> of the stuff before. That would have been funny as fuck to me. Yeah, I guess you know so. I mean, there would have been potheads around the world that would have thrown shit at the fucking screen. But I'm one of those people. They could have made it work. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And then like maybe halfway through the movie, he has a nervous breakdown and he goes back to old Smokey. Mm-hmm. He starts the, the twitch and shit. You know what I mean? Like how fucking, you know, you could have worked with it. But and now if they would have done it. You know, if they would have done it a few years ago, whatever, when they had talked about it, they would have got the funding. Like Ice Cube could have got Chris Tucker whatever amount of money that he wanted to make that shit. Mm-hmm. Or he could have been like, bro, like nobody's beating down your door to be in movies anymore. Right. You could take a hometown discount. Come make this movie with me. <laughs> and I feel like him and Ice Cube could have that relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so, too. So everybody loves Ice Cube. Everybody respects Ice Cube as far as. You know, the movies go. Right. He's like earned his place in Hollywood kind of thing. Um, But that being said, like, so he left and Mike Epps took over. Mm -hmm. And as the side. And I love Day Day. I love. I was going to say, I love. Mike Epps is hilarious, man. Next Friday, I like him in that movie. Yeah. And. um, Lay his fuck up. I mean, he's got so many quotable lines. I rewatched all the Fridays, by the way. Did you? Yeah. That's awesome. I watched them backwards. I watched the third one, then the second one, then the first one. I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean. Whatever works. For this podcast, it makes sense. <laughs> to do that. So, all that being said, I love the first two. I saw this one when it came out. I only saw it the one time. I was like, eh, that was okay. But I never revisited it. Right. And after revisiting it again, I have to say I understand why I never did. What? I don't love this one. Don't fucking do that to me, bro. <laughs> don't. don't do that to this fucking movie. I watched it with my family last night. Did you? And we fucking died laughing, man. <laughs> this movie is so fucking good. Okay, so I'm trying I was trying to figure out like why this one doesn't hit for me. Like the fir- and I think it's because there's a uh I don't want to say lessons in each movie cuz it's not really lessons, but it's like the first one was this is what it's like to live in the hood. You know, these are all the characters. This is the shit we got to deal with kind of thing. 
And then the second one's like, what if we got rich and moved out of the hood? You know, you can take us out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of us kind of thing. It's like we're still dealing with the same shit, even though we got money. And then the third one. That was the joke. They didn't have money. Yeah, right. (laughs) But the third one is. What is it? Like, there's no. Quote unquote. Lesson or message or. Pay to get the rent money. (laughs) That's the thing. It's such a like simple plot line that didn't really hit all of them are simple though right but this one think about it this one falls flat think about it though even the second one it has the most simple of plots debo escaped from jail so now you have to go live with your rich uncle who lives across town yeah like he didn't move to another state that was still in california it was just like a white suburb of california Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like he was that far I don't know. It's just like it's very basic premise. To all of them it are. is, and it's the same. It's the same thing. They they need the to get the, the taxes. Job. That's literally what the movie. He lost his job. Also, I was thinking about this too. What makes comedy so classic? You know, we have these comedies that kind of stick Quotability. with us. Thank you. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Quotability. And, and the third one is so. The, no, it's fuck. not. What? The third one is not quotable. Every line Terry Crews and Mike and Cat Williams have. Okay, in this movie, okay, okay. You got me there. I was <laughs> every one they have is a fucking quote. I was gonna get to that later because it's like later in the movie because the Cat Williams and Terry Crews scene had me dying laughing. It is by far the funniest now, like skit in this movie. Now, if you had made the argument to me, you say, "Hey, Nate, like, hey, I don't like this one because as far as the main characters go." They don't do much for this movie. Right. Day Day has, has great lines. Day Day's annoying in this one. This one, to me, kind of pointed out like how Ice Cube is just a straight man. Like He can't really carry that shit by himself. He needs somebody to play off of. Mm-hmm. And while him and, him and Day Day were good in this one, they weren't as crisp as they were in the second one. Right. In the second one, they really played off each other really well. But right. this one, I found Mike Epps to be annoying. Like His character annoyed me like... It wasn't even funny. It was just kind of oh, like, I, I mean, wish you weren't there. No, nah, I mean, Day Day still, he still had some good, some good, some good bits in this movie. Like, I love what he's like, who got the rib? <laughs> Crack my leg hurt. Good. Where were you at? We beat my ass with that tree. Like, <laughs> so the movie is, you know, it's Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Eve. And there's a hood Santa Claus that's going around stealing people. Legendary Ricky Smiley. He's a comedian. Yeah. And he also has a morning show. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Um, yeah, he's just this like basehead Santa that's like uh, robbing people and stuff. And uh, he breaks into Craig and Day Day's because, of course, he does, <laughs> and uh, steals all their Christmas presents and, he's and the making, rent money. And he uh, and he's making a big ass uh, sandwich. And Craig thinks it's Day Day at first, which I mean, think about that, bro. That is so human of of him though, because. How many times when you hear a sound and just one sound in your house that just like, oh, it must have been the cat or the dog or whatever, knocking something over or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't just like instantly pop up and get a gun. You know what I mean? But like, so he does that, but then he get, I, you know, I guess he gets up for a drink or whatever. And old boy's the big ass sandwich. That wasn't pretty. Fuck you in my house. It's big ass sandwich. <laughs> that was shit. pretty funny. Yeah. Santa Claus were the fucking milk and cookies, which is another great line. Yeah. I think. There's a couple of good lines like sprinkled in, but they're not like quotable. It's not shit that I'm going to say like out and about. You're crazy. There is so many quotable nah. lines, man. Anyways, 
He t- when he's holding the picture of Day Day as a baby, he's like, <laughs> it's ugly ass baby. And it's like a wood framed old ass picture. Like, why would steal that? Like, right, right, right. I was thinking the same thing. And he says, eyes cocked like a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> and then he steals it. <sighs> Anyways. That's the thing about those base heads. They'll steal anything that's not nailed down. So, so him and Craig have a fight. And that was the only thing that, that I thought to myself. Was just kind of, I even told my dad because he was there. And I was like, hey, man, I was like, you know how he whooped Debo's ass in the first movie? And then, like, he whooped those, uh, those, the brothers' ass in the second one, the Jokers, like, he whooped their ass, you know? But, uh, he gets his ass beat by 150 pound, like, you know, crackhead in this one. But, I mean, I guess he didn't get his ass beat with the tree. So. <laughs> right. That's the, that was pretty funny, like, getting the tree and whipping him like it's a fucking switch, but it's a fucking grown ass tree. <laughs> Daddy! Daddy, help me. And then he gets up. And I love that, too. Like, it was all I want for Christmas, two fat bitches. <laughs> and two bags of chips for the fat bitches. <laughs> and a bag of weed. <laughs> oh, two, oh, he said all I want is two cheeseburgers and two fat bitches so Chico can lick on them. So the next morning, the cops are there. This is a great scene, too, because, like, you know, it feels like real police work right there. Like, hey, man, we can't do anything about your shit. We ain't going to find it. But if we catch this motherfucker, because we always catch him, you want us to fuck him up for you? (laughs) That's what I want out of my policeman. At least they're being honest, because that's the thing. Like, you have to be realistic. If someone breaks in your house, steal your shit, it's gone. You're never going to see it again. Unless you got, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cameras and. You know, you get a clear picture of who it was mm-hmm. or whatever. You have a better shot. But yeah, like. If you don't have that kind of stuff, yeah, your shit's gone. Right. But. uh, Yeah, I just love that. He's like, well, we find old St. Nick. You know? He's like, little eye gouge. Little, little, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Give me one of them. Give me one of them. I guess eye gouge. He's writing it down, like taking <laughs> notes. I think you should stick a plunger in his ass. <laughs> Now you missed a get bad. Who was you always beat my ass on that tree? Craig, my leg hurt good. <laughs> they actually seem like they could be cousins. Like that's, No, that's 100%. A, that's yeah. the great thing about it. Because I was just thinking about it. What's my favorite Ice Cube and Mike Epps movie? Because they have five together. Do they really? Yeah. What are well, they? They got Next Friday, Friday After Next, All About the Benjamins. Um, what's the other one he's in? Uh, I think they got they got one where they play. It's called Janky Promoters or something like that. I saw that one and it wasn't very impressive. And then they got one. Well, even if it's an Ice Cube movie, they'll put Mike Epps like in it for a little bit, even even he's not like a main character. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he was in. Um, I don't know. I was gonna pull up the uh, the movies, but. But they've done like they've done a good bit of stuff together. Okay. But I think my favorite one is all about the Benjamins. Like they're great in that movie together. But yeah, so they they come and uh, they find their weed plant. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, What's this for? It's medical. Like he got glaucoma. lazy eyes. I'll smack him in the face. That shit was so funny. He got glaucoma, a little gonorrhea. The, <laughs> you can't uh, see shit. The uh, landlord lady manager or whatever she oh, was yeah. pretty funny because she pretty. comes in 
And uh, I hope they didn't get the rent money. Why you always come up here fucking with us? Because this is like an old woman, so I guess they're just like thinking they got a tough arbor out the door. Oh, my son Damon's downstairs. He's like, Damon? I had a nightmare about that I com- last night. I completely forgot Terry Crews was in this. Like, oh, when he man. popped up, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't remember. Um, was Cat Williams famous before this movie? I can't remember if I saw his stand-up. He after. was doing stand-up, but he wasn't. The like Pimp Chronicles yeah. Part Two came out after this movie, right? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, he uh, he was doing comedy, but he hadn't taken off like he had doing this. Okay. Because I was trying to remember if I knew who he was when he when I watched this or not, and I don't think I did. First time I ever saw Cat Williams was on BET Comedy View. I used to watch it every Saturday uh, when I was, you know, in my teenage years. Right. And he did the bit that he does on the on the before America Hustle about having a shitty job, but as long as you got music, it's cool. And he, they played some music, and he was, like, fucking drinking out the cup and then handing it to the people, like, you know, because, like, he was working in the drive-thru and he was <laughs> doing the shit, like. But, yeah, so I had seen him before, and, you know, he would tell cool jokes and stuff, and he would always do it dressed up like a pimp. So, like, it made sense to me in the movie that he played a pimp, but uh, they really nailed that home. Yeah. But yeah, he found his groove, man, with this movie. And then, like, the rest is history. Like, Cat Williams took over comedy for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But then, like, as his specials came out, I didn't like him as much. Like, Pimp Chronicles is still the funniest one, in my opinion. Um, I still think I laughed the most with it, yes. But I still love the first three, or the trilogy. is mm-hmm. the, American Hustle's fantastic. And so is uh, Pimpadelic. Not Pimpadelic. Um. Pimpin' Pimpin'. Mm. Pimpin' Pimpin' still great. It's got a little Tink Tink on there. That <laughs> shit will always be legendary for the little Tink Tink joke, man. And they say he cheated. You be the motherfucker with no legs. <laughs> Poor little Tink Tink. Talk about it. I got to sign up. There ain't no sign up. Tink, Tink, Tink. <laughs> then he got to go it, boy. Tink, 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 Tink. Yes, Cat Williams is fucking classic. And in this movie, man, he he just kills it. (laughs) Oh, micro mini pimp. But, uh, yeah, so they go, it's the first day, because that's another theme about the Fridays. Craig always losing his job. He needs a job. He's looking for a job. They get, um. Mall security. Right. Well, strip mall, yeah. Strip mall security, yeah. And, uh, it's because Uncle Elroy. And um, Craig's dad, they uh, he quit being a postman. Now they have barbecue, bros barbecue. Which the ribs, I ain't gonna lie, the ribs they served in this movie look so good. Like, oh well, you know they're good. Oh my god. Um, and uh, anytime I see like a uh, a black man with like a huge smoker outside of a fucking uh, store or wherever, right. I need, I want to stop and get because I know that shit's gonna be good. For sure. Shout out to Steve-O. Steve-O, yeah. Steve-O's great, great barbecue guy. <laughs> that brisket, though. I need to get some. He made me a whole brisket for my birthday. I know, dude. I'm jealous. I just need, like, some brisket. It doesn't have to be the whole one. <laughs> um. So, yeah. But the one line, because they did a commercial together. <laughs> Rip barbecue so good. Make you want to slap your mama. And he was supposed to play, but fucking... 
John Witherspoon really, oh, I mean, and he didn't hit her, but like. In the movie, the, he yeah, really he hit slapped her. slapped the shit out of his mother. <laughs> what the hell you want, Willie? <laughs> <laughs> you the one that gave her a concussion. No, that's the best, man. Uh, I forget this guy's name, but he's also another stand-up comedian, and he's 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 really funny too. Uh, the one that plays Uncle Elroy. Oh, is he a stand-up? Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, Don DC Curry. Yeah, Don Curry. He's Don. hilarious. Um, Clifton Powell is a stand, or well, he's not a stand-up comedian, but he's been an actor. He's in Don't Be a Menace. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him a lot yeah. for forever. Mm-hmm. He's he's great too. Um, the whole cast of this movie, though. Like, yeah, this one does have a really good cast. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this can't be replicated. And that's what John Witherspoon said. He's like, you can't make movies like this nowadays because people just get too big and, like, they want too much money. Yeah, that's like, true. You can't do it. He's like, but Ice Cube gave so many people a stage, a platform to, to shine on mm-hmm. because he didn't, he didn't take anything away from their characters. Like, right. he pretty much let them do what. What they wanted. <laughs> That's what I was going to say is uh, in the original Friday, a lot of that is ad lib. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, John Witherspoon was saying. It's like he he told me to just, you know, they would write a scene, but they pretty much they had an idea. They give him like the, the subject and like, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. They would just let him, you know, go. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes that works, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you don't have to. If you like, have the right people, that shit right. works like. John Witherspoon and uh, Don Curry, I think they're really good at that. Oh, my God. And it's just like two brothers really arguing about shit. And it's mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> you don't want to gave her a concussion, Willie. Should have slapped you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lotto stud. <laughs> Why are you in so much competition with me? I can't help it, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever they get the uh, security guard job and they go in their like little hut or whatever, yeah. that's kind of where the movie lost me. I just kind of stopped. It just like kind of came to a halt with the jokes. Like they weren't as funny. Like uh, Mike Epps was running around with his whistle, blowing it at old ladies, telling them. Man, you didn't think that shit was funny? Nah. Y'all try to use this quarter to sell pussy for the Lord. What, dude? That shit is so fucking funny. Maybe you can't talk to these old ass ladies like this. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's grandmama, fool. Like that shit was funny. She throws the purse at him. She goes, we will go pray for these motherfuckers. Joy to the world. That shit's so funny, dude. This whole movie to me is just like, it's hilarious. It just like, I don't know what it is. It just didn't really uh, hit me the same as the first two. Right. No, I mean, I'm not saying it is, in my opinion, it is the weakest of the three. I'm not debating. Oh, okay. That. You made it seem like this was your favorite. No, out no, of no, the no, three. no. I just like the fact that it, it, it's like a, it's a funny, like Christmas movie. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas movies can be cheesy. You know what I mean? Like this was like a little bit different take on it for me. You know what I mean? Like, like we said, it's like the only hood Christmas movie. So right, you know. and like it's just funny to me. Like and the, like you said, the side characters in this one save it. You know, yeah, because this is around the time we meet uh, Cat Williams' character, which he owns a clothing store, dressing like a pimp, and has a fine ass fucking say it with me. Say it with me now. Holy moly, donut shop! <laughs> you get one free bear claw every lunch break. Yeah. The flies. I'm saying, give me two with sprinkles. Hold the flies. John Witherspoon is gold. Yes. I love that. Uh, I did not like that character, though. The holy moly guy. Oh, man. Because uh, he's apparently the uh, 
Is the strip mall owner? Yeah, the strip mall owner. He's the one that hires him, but I, I didn't like him. He kind of got on my nerves, but that's hey, kind of the point. Hey, body. The accent, though. That shit was hilarious. Awful. 12 wives, they're all freaks. <laughs> what, what, what? Freaks come out at night. <laughs> what, what, freaks come out at night. You did it, you know? <laughs> shit was great. You deal with the trouble. You come get me. Well, you deal with the trouble. Then you come get me. Like He was funny. Um, called him Clyde and Dodo. <laughs> Big those security guys. I'm saying we got two whistles. We go get a. We go get some flashlights, some tasers, two German shepherds. <laughs> I don't how daddy? How I look? You look like a snitch. <laughs> like you better go tell somebody right now. <laughs> like a damn snitch. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? I'm Elroy's new girlfriend. Daddy, go catch something. Like I was talking to my dad, it's funny. Cooked, should have kept, should have kept Sugar's nasty ass and said, kicked her country ass to the curve. Hooked up with a little sister. <laughs> That's how players roll. Elroy's the greatest. He is. Uh, when they're out back smoking the joint and fucking, they get robbed again. That shit is too funny. You look like one of the bold dudes be fucking them young girls at the club. <laughs> if you don't let your ass against that wall, looking like a Mississippi pimp. <laughs> Mississippi pub, the one that got me. <laughs> so yeah, said they, not no roly, well nah, it's a stoly. Give me that shit. That shit was too funny. Yeah, so they're uh this is when they chase Santa Claus again. Because it's the guy that robbed their house who mm. robs him again. You got robbed by the same Santa Claus twice? Dude, the cops are dude, that's another part that's fucking hilarious. Mike Epps just blowing the shit out of that whistle. Don't you hear me blowing this fucking whistle? Fucking whistle. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be there in a minute. Ugh, I'll just eat the fuck out of donuts. Because that's, that's pretty much like the most lighthearted joke they could make about police in that movie. Right. They just eat donuts all the time and filling out reports. <laughs> Probably the most accurate about police work on the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but yeah, the... Uh, it's not much, It's not very long. It, 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 it does a good job of not sticking too long during the workday. Because, of course, they get chased because Day Day talks shit to those older ladies. Oh, and they sent their... And their grandsons came up there and ready to true. beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, they were fucking gangbangers. And they were like... You that know, little one, though, I've seen him before. Yeah, he, he's in a couple movies. Okay, I was like, I recognize that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he always plays a gangbanger. Yeah, <laughs> like something everything. like that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're chasing him. And they chase him into... Uh, into Cat Williams' store, and they hide him in the back. And I love that the fucking mannequin falls on him. He's like, "Pimp down, pimp nah, down, pimp in distress." <laughs> I'm between a pimp and a hard place. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get an awesome Don Magic Wand uh, cameo in there? Don, Bishop Don Magic Wand and money, motherfucking Mike. What you know about it? Uh, that shit was funny. Um. Yeah, Cat Williams, man, he he played that shit perfectly. He did. He comes out there with that fucking razor. He was perfect. Oh yeah, like let him through, little motherfucker. Come here, I'm gonna sue your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> they both pick him up because I mean he's a little he's dude. little yeah. yeah. They pick him up and carry him back about four feet. <laughs> think about your mama. I ain't thinking about mama. Think about it. <laughs> that shit was too funny. And then he's like, "No, oh, uh, these cockroaches will clean me out this year." Speaking of, where was your antennas when these motherfuckers were robbing me blind? 
sorry, I didn't see anything. Don't be sorry. Oh, be helpful. <laughs> you can lead a hold of water plant, but you can't make them drink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just killed that shit. So yeah, they're uh they're gonna be having this Christmas party that night. So he invites them to the Christmas party. So uh, just gonna get drunk and watch the Grinch. Yeah, that sounds like a good good Christmas Eve because that's what I'm gonna do probably. Uh, what was he uh? And when he pulls up in that prowler. He's oh, like, I love the Prowler. Like people talk shit on it being ugly, but I always thought it was it was it's unique. Just, it was cool, but it just cost way too much. And it's a piece of what shit. It was, yeah, yeah, it wasn't you know, a great was car. Fucking Chrysler. What do you expect? Yeah. Um. But yeah, like he's like, I'll drag that suit. Cost more to you. <laughs> he had so many cl- little, little classic lines, you know. Yeah. So they get to the party, and this is. Oh man, we completely stepped over one of my favorite parts. What's up? When they go downstairs and Damon's lifting fucking weights in the yard, mm-hmm. like in the in the. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, I brought up Tiger Crew, so. Well, I'm just saying, like, um, I love that shit where he's like, "Man, man I'm just happy to see you. Give me a hug." <laughs> he fucking wraps up like group hug. <laughs> Anytime I see Terry Crews in a movie, I get excited. I love, love, love Terry Crews. He's, he's like, so fucking funny. He's like, you've been gone for a long time. He's like, I know. When I left, you was literally like, yeah, you grown now, though. <laughs> he's just like making it seem like he's definitely going to fuck y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in there. Not too many. Not too many fellas. Yeah, yeah. When he grabs my gaps and he's like rubbing his face and shit. Get your titty off my face. <laughs> he can't breathe. <laughs> Y'all been ducking my moms and shit. I love that scene for some reason. Uh, that shit just still gets me every time. I, know, I always think about like uh, the manager, his mom anyway. And they're like, why don't you get that lined up? Fuck you. Somebody likes it. I know somebody who likes it. <laughs> and then his dad later on in the movie, that shit was just gold. He's I, like, just like, I like the way you got, that. got that lined up right there. I heard that call just sweet Nick Willie. And he's like, oh, yeah, you heard that, didn't you? <laughs> Because every man needs that little pump to his ego, man. Mm-hmm. That shit is fucking funny. It's got so many, like, little one-liners, man. Like They're when, just, they're few and far between in this one. That's the problem. Maybe that's what it is for you, though. Like, they're not as crisp as it is, like, it is the first two. Like, the first yeah. two, it's, like, every line. It right, right. Like, but this one, like, it's still got some, like, when he's breaking down the job to him, and Mike Epps, and I die for this shit. <laughs> like, I just, for some reason, I... I just started dying laughing. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, but it's so funny. When he tries to get out of the car and he don't take a seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You fucking remedial. What's that mean? <laughs> fucking retarded. <laughs> you, know, you know I be fucking up, man. I fuck up all the time. <laughs> he gets out of the car. <sighs> I, I love that was... he still had the BMW, too, man. That made that funny. That was pretty funny. I love that. Yeah, he does have some like carryover jokes. So shout out to uh, Ice Cube for doing that. I, I love those. Yeah, they don't even like touch on the fact because that was like the. Well, biggest. the Chico still shows up in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how they got the dog from Roach. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just ended up with the dog. Oh yeah, I love that too. When the cops walking out, he's like got the weed plant. He's like, oh yeah. By the way, uh, there's a huge pile of dog shit. <laughs> did he shit or did Chico? I I always thought that the cop shit on his bed and he blamed it on. He knew the dog it, was there. I, he says dog shit. There's a big pile of dog shit on your bed. Yeah, but human shit and dog shit don't look the same. They can at times. I mean, I guess. I mean, 
I'm not gonna say like you know I would expect it that closely. But I don't know. For some reason, I thought the the fucking cop shit on his bed. For some reason, I don't know why I thought that. I mean, that's funny too. But yeah, I don't. Know. I guess that's what makes it funny in my head is the cop shit on his bed. No, I think it was funny because he went back there, took their weed plant, and then like saw that the dog had took a shit. Yeah. He was just like to be a little bit more of an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks for the pot. And by the way, dog shit on your bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have warrants. They didn't have to. They invited him in to yeah. tell him what was stolen and shit. Right. I'd have been like, well, fucker robbed us and left this fucking pot here, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you know what? It's also kind of like hilarious, too, is not even intentional, but like they had to worry about that. And it like, I think like the next year, cause this movie came out. No, too. I think like the next year they started getting medical in California. Oh, really? So it would have like, not even been a joke. They're just like, Oh, you got pot. Okay. You got your card. All right, cool. <laughs> they would have just left. But like, I don't is... think it got legal that early that long ago. California was the first place. Yeah. But not in 2003. Pretty sure it was, no. it was, it was earlier. I feel like they were like, they rode that wave early on. Hmm. And then Colorado just said, fuck it, the medical shit, we're doing the whole thing. True. And then they got like seven other states on Well, because I know Pineapple Express came out in 2008, and it wasn't legal no. anywhere since then. Uh, no, but California had medical. Like, they were the closest ones. Mm. Yeah, you're probably right. Because, like I said, Colorado was the first to go completely. Yeah. And then, and then you know, the other ones followed suit. Yeah. It's not even fair, the difference, bro. Like, states that's legal. Like, they're powerful They just need shit. to make it federally legal. Like, what are you doing? These fucking rich old white men. Fucking it up. I, I feel like by the time we're old, it'll be, it'll be done. No, it's right around the corner. I don't even think we'll be... I mean, we're already kind of old, so... We're middle-aged. <laughs> Calm down. Like... I feel old as fuck, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but, uh... That out yet. But the fav- my favorite part of this fucking movie is the the party. Oh yeah, yeah. They're having the party and they decided to get to be able to get rent money. They're just going to charge people that to be invited to the party, which is kind of smart. I love that Pinky gets his cameo back in. Right. Fucking hugs him with the Jerry so, Curl juice. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, God damn, damn Pinky. <laughs> so, funny little thing I noticed. Uh, so Pinky shows up, he's like I brought you some Christmas present. Ain't money. Better money. And it's a couple bitches, right? And I'm looking at these girls, I was like they're all right. You know, they're, they're good looking girls. I'm looking at Craig's mom. I don't know what is going on with me, but I'm looking at Craig's mom. Uh, Anne Maria Osford. She's a the fucking same, fine. same woman from all three. Oh two. yeah. Same woman. She's fine as hell. I don't know what it, I think I have a thing for milfs. I don't think she's in the second one. Briefly. She is. If she is. Yeah. For, it's like a scene at best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Craig's mom's got it going on. That's what I'm saying. When she's all dressed up, I was like... I was about to say, that the part where they're at the restaurant and he's dressed up like Santa, she's got that dress that's like pushing her yes. titties up. Yeah, she was that, looking good. That's what got me. I hope this poor woman's still alive. I do too. Um, but yeah, the... Uh, but yeah, I love the nicknames. Like, this one's Lollipop. Because <laughs> she like a Lollipop. <laughs> it was so, I want her. He's like, he's like oh, she's... Uh, no, calm down, that's mine. That's mine. She's just for me. <laughs> but the one that I want to get to is, so Terry Crews, he's at this party, and Craig's like, got so many bitches here. He's like, I don't give a fuck about bitches. And he's like, whatever. Terry Crews has been- OG, has been in prison for years. He's been in prison so long that now he's had so much boy pussy that he uh, 
that's all he wants. I like how you just call raping grown men boy pussy. Like the dudes he fucked were probably harder than me and you will ever be in our lives. Like that's the downside of it. <laughs> like people think they're just giving up that ass in prison. Like nah, bro, you got to take it the first time. Yeah, and you got to look like Terry Crews to do it. You got to break a man's will that he's just gonna lay there and take that shit. Right. Like, God. So, uh, Cat Williams, Money Mike, that's his name. So Money Mike gets to the party and Terry Crews oh, gets the all she with. fucking heated up. He's like, who is that oh. motherfucker? It's like, a you got to introduce him. He calls him a little lepre- a little uh, Lucky Charms. Calls him a little Lucky Charms micro mini pit because that motherfucker looks magically delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Shakes his hand and pulls him in. <laughs> so, I think he dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> Like I'm in the matrix. And then he's like, so I got to piss like a racehorse. Where's the bathroom at? So he goes back to the bathroom and Terry Crews takes this opportunity. I'm getting into this so quickly because it had me dying laughing. He's like, he's like, what's up, OG? You got a look in your eyes. Fresh fish on the line, dog. But one at a time, one at a time. Working with a boss. (laughs) But he, uh, So Terry Crews goes to rape fucking Cat Williams. He takes the fucking phone book off, which is classic. What what was that about? In prison, you can't. Okay, you I don't, don't have body. This. You don't have body armor, obviously. Right. So like, when you know you're about to go fucking shank somebody, they may they nine times out of ten they have one too. So if you put phone books on you, they can't stab through. I did not know that. Yeah. I was wondering what the phone books were. Yeah. Like I didn't catch that that yeah, reference because he was used because he's like I got my fucking shank on me. And he's like, you don't need your fucking shank, bro. We're not in prison. He's like, my fucking parents are here. You know, the, like, but yeah, that's what they do in prison. Oh, okay. Learn something new every day. Because you get books, that's, you know, and they just ingenue motherfuckers. Make little body suits out of them. That's yeah. fucking. Because that's where most people go for is your. Yeah, intestines. Yeah, that makes big, sense. Your midsection. I know. Interesting. It's a really so... good scene with The Wire, too. In the In the show, The Wire. Oh, oh, oh. Old boy's about to stab the fuck out of somebody in prison and they start duct taping fucking um, maps of Baltimore <laughs> all around him. And I've goes, never seen The Wire. I heard it's pretty good, but oh, I've never seen it. Oh, so good, dude. Like one of my favorite shows. Anyways. So, but, yeah, so he, <laughs> but I just love this part. Like Cat Williams is on the floor and he he's like, out. he passes out, but he phone wakes book. up. I ain't even in the phone book. <laughs> He wakes up and he looks and he sees that there's a, a wrench on the fucking vice grips, yeah. vice grips on the toilet. So he grabs those. <laughs> oh yeah, because he splashes water on him. Wake your ass up, Lucky Charles. Pee on me. <laughs> <laughs> you almost drowned me. <laughs> he grabs these vice grips and attaches them to his fucking nuts, his fucking Franken beans. And he said, you're not in prison. I am a boy. <laughs> when he said, I'm a you boy. You were just going to take it, wouldn't you? <laughs> you think I was just playing, pimp. <laughs> uh, a crunching on your balls. <laughs> I loved it. This was by far the funniest scene in this movie. I loved it so much. <laughs> So yeah, he has to walk him out of the fucking party attached with his fucking vice Damon, Do you like music? <laughs> about the nutcracker. <laughs> Everybody back up. There's gonna be ball juice everywhere. 
I said, you gonna take these pliers? <laughs> I said, I ain't touching them pliers. I said, fuck that. These your pliers. You invited me to this party. His nuts in your hand. <laughs> I love when he lets go. The fucking girl takes off before, before he gets in the How you gonna leave me? Lap 32, pimp in distress. Oh, pimp missing. That's what he says. Lap 32, pimp missing. <laughs> and then when that happens, uh, that's when they see Santa Claus. Yep. Uh, rob somebody else and make it back to his little hideout. Yeah, it's another chase scene, but there's another part in this movie that fucking had me dying laughing. It was so stupid because it was so cartoony. So they're fighting in his fucking fucking meth house or crack house or whatever it is. Right. Where all this stolen gifts. <laughs> he tries to get out by jumping through the fucking... The, the window w- that's boarded up. The window that's boarded up. And he fucking just cracks his skull open and falls down. It was so fucking cartoony. Fucking Gets back up and then punches him out. Yeah. He takes that fucking Dada jersey out, which is also so 2002. Like, I remember having Dada shoes and shit. And, uh, fucking, he, uh, he's like, extra medium. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm putting this on, go to the club, steal me some watches, some wallets, some car keys. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they have another chase scene. I like that one, too, because Mike Epps is the one that's dressed up like the old man with the shotgun. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, was that him? Yeah. I was wondering who that was. Yeah, like, Mike Epps. Uh, that was pretty good. I liked it. Next time I'm going to shoot you in the one that blinky, not in the one that's stinky. <laughs> Respect my gangster. Respect my gangster. That was pretty fun. I did not know that was Mike Epps. I was wondering who that was. I'm glad you brought it up. But anyway. Gold. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Um, And I also love that Pinky got to hit him in the car. God damn it, CW. I told you I was going to fire last time until you hit that little bar with the fucked up bar. <laughs> you costing me money, CW. Kicks him. He He alive. <laughs> Let's go. Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> Gets back in the car. That's still one of my favorite parts in, in Next Friday is when, hey, man, told you taking these corners too goddamn fast. Almost made me spill the shack on this $300 suit. Get it together, baby. Hands of the cup. Walks away. Finishes that bitch. Yeah, whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> there are some jokes that carried over. Yeah, I like that. It ties them together. I love that uh, he's, uh, he had a Lincoln in this one and the old one. It was an old Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> really? He knocked his shoe off and then got it on and knocked it off again. All right, you're just fucking up the whole room. Just let it go. What is that? Oh, Jesus. This is like a Home Alone trap, dude. It is, yeah. I got a bunch of equipment. Just is there a tarantula that's going to fall down and hit me? I don't know. I guess you're going to find out. Um... That's pretty much it. They yeah, it's get a, a like hold. I said, it's not very long. Uh, of course, Ice Cube gets the fuck um, Money Mike's girl right in the end, and then uh, yeah, he always gets the girl in these movies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the. I mean, if you're gonna write a movie where you're the main character, yeah, you get I'm, all the I'm pussy. Getting, I'm getting the pussy too, right. you know. Um, like I said, it's not the best out of the trilogy, but it it, it it's still I enjoy it. And I think it's a great Christmas. I watch it like not every Christmas, but every couple Christmases I put it on. Yeah, it has a couple of funny parts. Like by far the Terry Crews and, you know, Cat Williams part is my favorite. Like it was hilarious. 
But other than that, like you said, it's sprinkled here and there, some one-liners and it's, it's you got to think about it too, man. It's tough. That's the third. I mean, most comedies. I mean, now the Hangover, you know, and shit. But yeah. like most comedies, didn't go that long. You know, you don't have that many titles in that series. But and the first two are so good. You know what I mean? It's hard. hard it to it is that. hard to live up to that. But I don't know. Because I was thinking about that too. What would you do? Like. I guess I would have gone back to the hood, but I guess they did, you know. I think I I think it does a good job of placing them and everything. Like it just, you know, that I don't know. They it's they're trying to make it as outlandish and funny yeah. as possible. And sometimes when you're doing when you're when you're trying to put all the jokes in, like sometimes you forget about plot. Mm-hmm. And. You know, like I said, it's not so blaring that I can't enjoy myself. Like, well, it's I not even laugh. like the first one doesn't really even have a plot. It's like a hangout right. movie. Yeah. But, you know, it you doesn't need super. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. That's so true. You know what? This, uh, when I watch movies like this, like it makes me think back because my buddy Jamie, who, uh, you know, we, we grew up together like in my prime middle school pot years you know when we first started doing this shit and he he watched this movie we, we watched the fridays we watched all them shits and we watched half baked like that was another movie he i watched first with him and i was just like man this movie's hilarious but it's only hilarious to like potheads like it really is yeah if you're a sober person watching this movie it's the dumbest fucking movie i've ever seen in my life but that's how it was with napoleon dynamite I watched that movie sober. I hated it. I was like, this movie sucks. Yeah. Watched it stoned. The greatest thing ever made. Right. I think it still should have won an Academy Award to this day. <laughs> Mine was, uh, I talked about it before, but Cheech and Chong up in smoke. My dad had the VHS and he's like, you can't watch this. You're not old enough. But when he wasn't there, like, of course I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And so I grew up on Cheech and Chong. So stoner humor has always been like a part of my comedy. Right. You know. Yeah. And there's, there's not much. There's definitely more weed jokes in the first two than there are in this one. Yeah, that's true. They really only spoke one little joint mm-hmm. in this one. Um, well, even in the second one, they only smoke in Peaky's. And they smoke. He smokes, oh, with, smokes Elroy. with Elroy. That yeah. shit's hilarious with him and Sugar. Yeah. I was dying. She wants his nephew so bad. You even cuter than your baby pictures. <laughs> Maybe next year I'll pick next Friday. I loved it. I rewatched it, obviously, and uh, it was fucking hilarious. I still love that movie. This is Uncle Elroy's house. I don't care how high you get in mine. Just let me hit it. As long as you let me hit it. <laughs> I roll a blunt better than them bitches in Havana. It's Mr. Nasty Time. <laughs> I've been fucking with my wife. That fucking... Uh, Mr. Nasty Time. That fucking scene in the ba- in the bedroom when he had all... Knocks the, the projector up and there's all those fucking dildos. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uncle Freak. Uncle, Uncle's a freak. But yeah, this one I probably won't watch it again. I don't remember. Damn daddy, I didn't know you had titties. <laughs> but just not enough here for me to want to go back and watch. I do want to go back and watch Friday and next Friday more often because I do love those movies. Yeah, I still I still enjoy this one. I still get to eight. Yeah. Cause like I said, the the very thin of the Christmas is just enough to keep it in a holiday favorite yeah. for me. I get that. But that's it for our uh Christmas movies. Holidays are over because this will probably I'll probably put this out <laughs> on Christmas. 
That'd be awesome. Yeah. Greg's going to do New Year's Eve for his picks because, you know, New Year's is up next. Yeah. Do you want me to yeah, man, open the you, gift or I, do you want to see what we're doing next? Open your gift because we are doing the Christmas theme right now. So uh, true. If you didn't listen last uh, last week, Greg got me Grill Clerks 3 and it was super awesome and heartfelt and I wanted to get him something. So hopefully he likes the movie I got him. He's a big steelbook guy, so I got him a steelbook. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm big on the steelbooks right now. So, oh shit, I haven't seen this since I was a little kid, and people reference this movie constantly. He got me the steelbooks of the Warriors, and I've been wanting to watch this. I love it. My dad showed me that movie when I was a kid. I I remember I've, watching it when I was a kid, but I have not seen it since. And since it gets referenced so much, I've been wanting to go back and watch it. So, thank you. Warriors, come out and play. That's awesome. Hell yeah, man! I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I almost bought it for myself, and I was like, you know what? This is this is gonna be Greg's. This is gonna be Greg's present. That is hard. Like I buy things for people, and I was like, I kind of want to keep it for myself. Well, when I saw the cover, I was just like, that's that badass. cover is badass. Yeah, I like and it a lot. They had a PlayStation 2 game that they made from it, and they used that as the cover on that, too. Oh, really? And it was just, like, super cool. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? That's what you're getting. Thank you. But, yeah. The Clerks 3, I was like, God, I got to get him something good. And I was like, I was pretty sure he didn't have it, but that's why I went and looked at your wall today. Yeah, like, yeah, the, That's one of those movies I always like, man, I want to get it, and then I don't think about getting it. Well, that's a good gift, then. Yeah. Because I just solved that for you. <laughs> Um, so what's going to be your pick, bud? So I've been mulling over this for fucking days now uh, because I don't want to start the next year yet because it's not going to be the next year. And I really want to start off on the right foot next year. And it's going to be the past. You already know that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do a special episode, but we didn't have enough time to kind of plan for it. So I was like, what are we going to do? And I was watching a or the wife was watching like old Mojo top 10, whatever. And somebody popped up and I was like, oh, yeah, it was Ryan Gosling. Mm. And I was like, I know what I'm doing next. Mm. <laughs> because I won't have a chance to do this next year because it's not a comedy. No so I was like, we're going to go out with like a bang. It's no book in it. No, I'm not going to do the notebook. Fuck. I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to pick drive. I can do it. <laughs> I was like, I want to go out with like, you know, a bang. I ain't gonna lie. I was like a 50 50. I said, he's either going to do, he's either going to do driver or he's going to do fucking in the pines or whatever. Yeah. 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 The place, pine. place beyond the pines. Place beyond the pines. Yeah. No, we need to do drive right? because I love drive and you don't like drive. Everybody give me the money. Yes, let's do Drive, the movie where he doesn't do any of it. Yes, he does. In the opening scene, he <laughs> That's drives. That's it. That's fucking it. <laughs> That's why I wanted to get into it, because you talk shit about this movie all the time, and I adore this movie. This is the same guy that did uh, Neon Demon, mm. and you liked that one that enough. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. So, All right. I got that movie, too. Do you? Yeah, somewhere. Oh, okay, I was wondering that. Somewhere. So, Drive. All right. Well, going out with a bang. Did you... uh? Anything else you wanted to touch on or did you watch anything? We've been doing these kind of consecutively, so we right. haven't built up news. Um, I watched Shorzy. 
the entire six episodes. Did you really? I watched them back to back to back, and that guy's a fucking legend. He is. I forget his name, but he's fucking killing it. Yeah, if that, you have not watched Letter Kenny, you have to watch Letter Kenny. I can't go back to Letter Kenny now because I only, Shorzy wa- I only so watch Shorzy. Yeah, I know, that's all I care about. That's why I showed you the uh, the quick cuts of just Shorzy. Yes, <laughs> give your fucking balls a tug. Yeah, it's better now because like you can put a face to it. Mm-hmm. It's not as like cartoonish as it was in that. Mm-hmm. But he's great in Letter Kenny. Like if it if the whole show just revolved around the the farmers, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't stand the golf kid fucking scenes. Like, they get on my nerves. I guess I was in that scene that, like, when I was in high school, I was in, like, the goth scene. So I kind of get the references. But I guess if you don't really know anything about that, you don't get it as much or it's not as funny. I just think they're, like, little whitey pussies. Like, yeah, that's what they are. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I love, uh, what's his name, Wayne and and, and Derry mm-hmm. and squirrely dan and shit like they crack me up i think they're funny yeah the uh we went to go we were watching it one day we were fucked up i think i was drunk or something and i was like let's just put on a random show i was like what the fuck is letter kenny she's like i don't know just turn it on talking about the wife and the opening scene is the fucking hockey players and the uh the country guys and they're just laying into the fucking and I'm dying laughing. She's like, it's not that funny. And I was like, what are you talking about? But we sobered up, went back to it. She's like, oh, okay, I get it now. It's funny. But it's still funny. So we binged Letter Kenny and yeah. You take steroids? Good job. You're a fucking nurse, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Letter Kenny. You got to check that out if you haven't. It is classic. Go watch Shorzy. Shorzy fucking nails it. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh my God. It's on Hulu, bro. It's only six episodes, half hour. You'll knock it out in a day. Yeah. Um, I saw that, and then uh, movie-wise, did I watch? You didn't go see Avatar yet? No, no. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I watched Barbarian. That was... Weird. Yeah, a buddy of mine watched it. It's weird. He did, like, a little quick review on it. Yeah. That it was... The guy that directed it... You know, it was from the whitest kids you know. He also directed Miss March. Yes. And he loves Miss March. And I was like, yeah, my buddy didn't like Miss March. I hated Miss March, but he did a good job on Barbarian. Yeah. Like, I'll give credit where credit is due. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I do like that weirdness. But I was going to give it to you. Should have done that next instead of dry. We should have done fucking Barbarian. Barbarian. Because it's on HBO. Yeah. But. I haven't seen it. But um, you should check it out. It's worth a watch at least once because Justin Long's in it. Is he? Yeah. All right. Worth a watch. Because you're like you're watching it and like halfway through you don't know where it's going. Mm. Like you kind of have an idea, but he adverts your subverts your expectations harshly. Because mm. <laughs> like you think you know what's going on, and then he just takes a hard left turn, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I have to do that. Check it out. I don't want to spoil it because, like, the twist is basically the movie. I felt like I just watched another movie that I hadn't seen before. I just watched it the other day. No, I had seen it, but I really enjoy it. Fucking Rush. We're going to do Rush next year. October Rush? No, just Rush. Rush. Yes. It's got, um, fucking Thor. And uh Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Thor. And 
the guy that uh, he's in a lot of good movies too. I forget his name. It's like a, like a that Ger- narrows it down. It's like a German fucking name, but it's he's good too. And it's about Formula One drivers. Oh, okay. So good, dude. Is it good? It's a Ron Howard movie. Mm. Really good. I watched it. Like I said, it's two hours, and I fucking flew through it the other day. I if you do, it. well, I'm gonna stick to the comedies because Ron Howard did one called uh, "A Beautiful Mind," and I love, love, love that movie. That's a good movie. It's long, but it's good. It's so good. It's one of my favorites that he's done. It's a Russell Crowe classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I think Ron Howard's. I uh, I think the list of good Ron Howard movies versus the ones that aren't good are like very very thin. He just does biopics. That's my only thing. Like he I did know. Solo, and he stepped into that shit when it was like half done. I love Solo. Like yeah, I haven't he, watched it. He gets shit on like it's the worst Star Wars movie, but I I enjoyed it. I would have liked to see the second one personally. I don't have an opinion because I haven't watched it. I checked out after the after the trilogy. I'm like I'm done with Star Wars. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, I think you'd like Mandalorian though. I started it and it's fine, but I just don't have the time to invest. Um, Book of Boba Fett was dope too, it, but I just like bounty hunter stories, man. Give me a bounty hunter story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had already seen Rush, but I watched it again. I was just like, fuck, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some heaters for you next year, bro. I'm going for straight. Converting you to liking this, loving this movie like I did. I'm going to get back to the fundamentals of this podcast. I'm mm-hmm. just going to give you heaters. I was uh, I was talking to the wife and I was like, I don't know why I want to do comedies next year, but I think it's because we don't have comedies coming out anymore. Like we really don't see that many comedies like we used to. Like from like fucking 90s to like 2010, that 20 year stretch it was like comedies and now it like dried up. Mm. And I miss good comedies. They're few and far between. Right. Have you ever seen Tag? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I like Tag. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That was probably like the last one I could think of that was like big cast, like just fucking, I don't know. They got him here and there. I'm a huge Hannibal Burris fan, so I like seeing him in it. Yeah, he's okay in it. I, I like at all of them though. Like, uh, oh, I, he's not like the standout, but I just like seeing him. No, I just, uh, I love old boy from the new girl. I mm-hmm. think that guy is hilarious. Nick Johnson. Yeah. I think he's funny as fuck. And let's be cops. He kills that shit, dude. Um, but I, I don't know. He, uh, he's good at it. And then old boy Schmidt, he's funny as fuck too, but he's not in tag. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I want to like explore the comedy realms, like all the different kinds of comedies. Like we have the old, like nineties slapstick comedies. There are dry comedies. There's absurd comedies. And I just want to kind of go through the motions of comedies and, you know, laugh again. Cause you always talk about that. You're like, I wanted a comedy. I'm going to give you some comedy. You're going to be sick of comedy. Right. <laughs> I got bangers. I'll go to man. You want to go old? I can go old. dude. Yeah. I'll pull out the John Candy fucking Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? We'll go Uncle Buck. We'll go Summer Rental. You ever seen Monty Python in the Holy Grail? I love that movie. I own oh, it. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah. Tis a scratch. <laughs> Your arm's off. No, it isn't. <laughs> Talk Which about arm? quotable fucking movies. Which arm? <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's all I got. So uh, Drive, ending the year with Drive. Yeah, we're going to drive off the fucking... Cliff into 2023. Into 2023, dude. (laughs) Well, until then. Later, y'all. Later.